Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. You are listening to episode 24, When Messy Journeys Surprise. Today we will talk about disappointment and how it is messy, yes, very messy. We'll talk about how hard it is and how we handle it can be with an eye towards the gift that God can make it to be for us. My second grade report card. It was glowing with O's for outstanding with one blaring N. Needs improvement. What was the area, you may ask? It was something called handles disappointment. Yes, there have been many puddles of disappointment along the story of my life. When we couldn't go on our very first vacation to Bush Gardens, that dreaded B in ninth grade honors English that I was sure would ruin me. When I failed to make the homecoming court in high school and I thought that meant I was ugly. Over the years, I grew in my ability to handle disappointment because, well, I had to. But I also experienced the fruition of things, becoming valedictorian, getting to study in Barcelona, Spain, and many other gifts. When I made it to seminary, I thought all of my dreams were coming to completion, including personally. Then the guy I thought I would one day marry decided to marry someone else. It flattened me and my shattered heart for quite a while. In this grown-up disappointment, I also hoped to see my mother healed of her chronic illnesses. But then, she was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer, and nine months later, she died. When all of our dreams and loves are taken away, how do any of us survive? Often we safeguard our hearts and protect ourselves from further loss by closing off to others and by ceasing to dream. And I can honestly say I have been there. Yet there is ever a choice before us in the exceedingly messy road of disappointment. For me, the writing journey, especially the desire to write and publish a book through the traditional route, I mean with a publisher, has been with me for many years. When I was in Hungary, I let those dreams surface again. I wrote most of a memoir and a full proposal for it. Maybe you've heard me talk, write about this before. I was in the midst of wanting to take the next step. When I had my mental breakdown or hypermanic episode related to my bipolar disorder. Disappointment of that writing dream paled in comparison to simply being alive. That became my one dream, to be alive, truly alive, and well enough to be a wife and a mother. Yet this dream of writing a book just would not die. But how? And what? As God began to nudge me towards writing again, it was about the story of my greatest shame, those shattered pieces I was still working to put back together of my mental illness. And I was terrified not to dream, but to write so vulnerably about things I wanted to forget. 
And then slowly over time, I realized this was a story I just had to share. People needed to know they were not alone in their greatest pain, whether mental illness or another debilitating hardship. My passion grew and I dared to dream again. I seriously began to write my story and craft a proposal to pitch to agents, hired an editor, not sure where any of it would lead, but I dared to dream, letting the chips fall where they may, so to speak. Last summer, my proposal was ready for a memoir and I queried agents and sent it to my friend's agent. This seemed promising as it's a good way to find an agent by referral, but I never heard from her. There was one agent who was very interested, but my platform or my social media presence and email list through my website was too small, especially to publish a memoir. So the doors closed. Still, it seemed like the right time, but I had to let it go, handle the disappointment like the mature woman I was supposed to be. Then, sweetly, my friend, knowing I still needed an agent, directed me to hers, referring me. He graciously agreed to represent me, knowing my platform would make it hard to be picked up by a publisher. He asked that I write two new chapters of the memoir, and I did. We sent it to many publishers, but they all passed. He proposed I consider changing to nonfiction, including my story, but coming alongside my reader in more of a teaching kind of way. So again, I regrouped, rose from the disappointment, and crafted a new proposal. This was sent out to many publishers with many more no's, and my agent prepared me that I was about at the end of the road as far as how he could help me. When I got that email, I was done. I laid on the guest room bed at my in-laws and let the tears fall. My dream was dying, and I needed to grieve it. This is undoubtedly a part of handling disappointment well, allowing yourself to grieve. I wrote vulnerably to a writing group I joined a few months ago and was met with such compassion and the great option of self-publishing or something called hybrid publishing, and I opened myself up to it. Then I did find a couple of smaller publishers for my agent to send to, but was definitely not holding my breath. The hardest part of all of this was that it seemed so much like this was the right time and this book needed to be written. So why was there so much disappointment, so much pain, so much testing of this fragile dreamer I was? I was taking a nap and praying. They often go hand in hand for me. And I felt so free, like I had truly surrendered this traditional publishing dream to God. And I rejoiced because I could honestly say it was not an idol, something I worshiped. Maybe it was before, but not now. If we're friends on Facebook, you most likely know what comes next. On a Monday morning sleepy-eyed, I saw an email from my agent forwarding an offer to publish my book from Leafwood Publishers. My daughter was next to me and I told her to go downstairs and tell Daddy, Mommy has a publisher. Jared ran upstairs and we danced and laughed. He ran out to the gluten-free bakery and got me an obscene amount of goodies. He knew all I'd been through, the substance of my story, and all I'd been through to get it out into the world. It was indeed worth celebration. I almost hesitate to share this because so often in my life, disappointments have hung as a seeming last chapter, 
a surrender that is not returned with a happy ending. My mom did die. She wasn't healed. We did have to leave Hungary because of my mental illness. We have not returned. Yet God is ever surprising, his timing in his way. I wouldn't be undertaking this publishing process as I do today if I hadn't gone through the disappointment. I wouldn't be the same inside. I wouldn't have the strength and humility to deal with what may yet come as I go through the arduous manuscript completion and editing processes. I wouldn't be knowing him as my satisfaction if I hadn't lost it all again and again. This has been a messy road, a hard road. That is the way of dreams, and the heart must grow strong so it doesn't give up. In all of it, he remains Emmanuel, God with us. And he is that light shining in the darkness of our messy disappointments. And he will never, ever, ever be overcome. I trust these words have been kind to you, that they have met you in the tender places of your own disappointments. Don't stop dreaming, friend. Only let God into those dreams and see how he will surprise you with his goodness. May these few minutes have been time well spent. And if that is so, it would be so helpful if you would take a minute to rate and review the podcast. It really does allow others to find this podcast and my story. For more from me, my journey with bipolar disorder, my current series on vulnerability, and many other things I have written about the last 10 years, visit my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. There are a couple of free eBooks available related to mental health. You can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. I will leave you with this image. It is one I have cried back to the Lord amid devastating disappointments. From Isaiah 42, verse 3, in the English Standard Version. A bruised reed he will not break, and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. May you know his tender love always around you. Hope to meet you again here next time.